welcome. My name is Alfonso Superos, and this is Jazz Just the Way We Like It. Jazz Just the Way We Like It is my weekly podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those songs I grew up on, listened to as a young man, learned to love, and here I am playing them for your pleasure. And also playing it to introduce a new, younger generation to that one true creative American art form known as jazz. Welcome, folks. I'm here in the studio with my good friend, Lawrence Williams. Lawrence, how you doing, brother? All right, what's up, man? Hey, I'm good, man. It's good to have you here. Good to be here, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's a few things I wanted to talk about. You know me. I have to put my little two cents in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um... I don't know if you've been following on the news the issue with Joe Biden. Uh, now it's three women who accused him of some kind of, not actually abuse, but harassment. Uh, and it's like one because he uh, uh, uninvited touching. He put his hand on her shoulder, kissed her on the on the head. And and Biden's defense is that you know that's just the way he is. He's a very affectionate person. And everyone seems to support that. And this was all done years ago, man. And here it's coming back and uh, blowing up in his face. And um, I don't know if that would hinder him from throwing his hat into the race. What do you think? I think it might, you know, it has some relevance in terms of what's happening within uh, uh, the, the movement now in terms of, of you have to be very careful how uh, – you interact with with women now, and as uh, as for him, I just think that you know this guy is just an affectionate type guy, and that <clears throat> there was no intended uh, uh, sexual thing behind it. It was just like you might like the person that he might have touched was like there was just an affectionate touch, not meaning anything. Um, but nowadays you can't you can't do that. You just yeah. cannot, you know. You just cannot show affection to someone um, without it becoming an issue. Oh yeah, I'm very much aware of it. You know, I I I, I I've, I've been aware of it because I very much because I spent most of my life in the counseling and helping field. But also when I'm teaching, I got to be very aware not to put my hand on a student's shoulder. Sometimes you're explaining something, and it's, it's yeah. just the way I talk with my hands a lot. Yeah. But uh, this is nothing compared to what Trump said, that he liked to grab women by their crotch. Yeah, 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 it's nothing at all like that. Yeah. But the other thing, I remember when this first started to happen, I think the early 80s, and mm -hmm. uh, I think it started to happen back then. And I remember, because I used to, I was a big flirt. I mean, I was I used to flirt a lot. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had to curtail that because, you know, like, yeah. otherwise I would be up in front of uh, HR with different, you know, yeah. accusations. <gasps> Fortunately, I was able to see that and I stopped doing my flirting. Stop, you know. Because mainly you you supervise mainly women yeah. in the banking industry yeah. was yeah. mainly female. Yeah, and then, yeah, and touching was like just out of the, out know, of the question. Out of the question. You couldn't, like, Put your hand on somebody's shoulder or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. 
I'm, so I'm, I, I'm quite, even today, I'm quite aware of it. Like when I'm teaching a computer class, sometimes like now, you know, I'm, I have to watch myself. I, yeah. And I had to hold, I, I'm holding my hands by my side so that I don't, don't do, it. do it. So I don't do it, you yeah. know. And I'm quite sure that nobody would take it that, um, never, offensively. But I don't know that. You don't never know, yeah. So. I, even me, when I meet with a student, say, in, in private, student want to talk to me, I keep the door open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if, if it's a heavy personal issue, I tell them go down to the counseling department. I even though I can probably address it and right. help them, no, it's not. It's not. It's not my place. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. You know, um, Biden is leading in the polls without even announcing that he is running. Right. Uh, He's probably the strongest candidate right now. I think in terms of of the knowledgeable person having dealt with. Mm. Uh, situations. Uh, he's really a presidential type. If it wasn't for Obama that year, he might have he he might have uh, done better than than what he yeah. did. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Hillary was a strong candidate that year also. But you know, he was like the one of the top three at the, yeah. that year. So like this year, I just think that it, somebody put these people up to this because they could have talked about this. Last year, they could have talked about it. When it happened, they could have talked about it, you know, whenever, uh, between now and then. But now that he's running for office, it becomes an issue for them. It becomes very suspicious. Yeah, to me it does. I, I really think somebody put them up to it, and that's my opinion. Yeah, the young lady who uh, made the first accusation, we know that she's a Bernie Sanders supporter. Okay. But, you know, I, I don't want to make those that leap. Yeah, I don't know about Bernie Sanders playing dirty, but I, I yeah. you know, I don't know about him. But as um, politician, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I I seem to think he he deals on a higher moral moral, moral ground. Yeah, yeah I, I I think of him as dealing on a higher yeah. moral ground. It's gonna. This is gonna be interesting primary for the Democrats. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, they they got quite a few people running, and and the question is 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 one of the questions. I wonder how you're gonna answer this, Larry. Uh, on who do you vote for? Is the primary consideration on the person's ability to beat Donald Trump, or is the primary consideration the person's policies? Ooh, that's a difficult question because I would like Donald Trump out of office as soon as possible, but I also would like somebody who's actually going to be able to do something or at least it's talking about doing something besides just beating Donald Trump because what's happening with Donald Trump right now, he just lies point blank. And there's nothing that's going to I don't believe anything is going to happen until 2020 if, if the country yeah. is going to react to that. I was actually speaking to somebody who just came back from uh, Florida uh, last night, and he was telling me how the people down in northern Florida Man, they uh, Trump. Trump can do no wrong. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. they. I mean, like, and Obama was born in uh, uh, what's that, Kenya? I mean, as yeah. far as they're concerned. Oh yeah. But they forget that even if he was born in Kenya, he has an American mother, which naturalizes him as an American citizen. Yeah. So, even if he was born in Kenya, that's not an issue. It, it, I know, but it's amazing. 
You know, if you repeat a lie enough times, yeah. then that becomes the truth. Yeah, that's true. Especially when people don't have no, no counter in information. Right. So you take a good portion of the country that never came in contact with Mexicans. Right. And these guys keep saying they're rapists, they're robbers, they're criminals. That is the scenario they have in their head of this group and po of population. Yeah, yeah. There's another thing that he t talks about is that this wall. There is walls yeah. in the major points of, of, of where the people come in. Yeah, yeah. The, the wall is not, that's another thing. It's that's, not going to stop no one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not going to stop anyone. Yeah, they'll find a way around it. The wall in San Diego, they found, uh, what was it, 31 tunnels underneath it? Yeah. Uh, so that that's not going to be. But you have to go, even if it's not on a conscious level, this is my opinion, Larry, but maybe even on an unconscious level, ma'am, this whole thing with Trump is this idea of uh, preserving this country as a white Christian country. Yep. And I think that's the underlying motivation, even if some of the people who have that position do not even realize it. Yeah, the true motivation. Yeah, and that's that's really it. That's really really what's what it's about, because the uh, the support is really coming from the South and the Midwest and yeah. Yeah. where there is you know uh, white Christian populations. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, they love this guy. They, yeah. they he can do no wrong. I know. Um, I I tend to. Um, I can see from their point of view, not wanting to give up power, not wanting to give up uh, uh, the majority that they have right now, which is yeah, the Latin population is increasing to a point where in, in maybe 20 years, it may be the majority in this country. Well, right. It's already the largest minority. Right. You know, uh, I remember a, a cartoon I saw. It says, speak. Spanish, damn it! This is America, <laughs> and I have no problem with that. By the way, <laughs> yeah. none whatsoever. None, uh, none whatsoever. Neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> well, Larry, let's move on, man, and play a little music. You know, my first song is always something around uh, social consciousness and social issues. And here's a piece from the past with Danny Hathaway uh, singing "To Be Young, Gifted, and Black." <laughs> This is dedicated to who we make him so. Open your heart 
Everything recorded in 1970. Song was written by Nina Simone, Young, Gifted, and Black. And man, that was smoking, Larry. That was, man. <laughs> it sounded like I was in the church there for a little yeah, bit there with that man. organ and, and uh, the people in the background. It sounded really, really spiritual to me. Like it, uh, it really touched me. I, I really, yeah. yeah. It had that blues, gospel yeah. rhythm going on. Yeah. You know, and you know it, it started me to think, man, this, this is. That, that kind of music, that's our music, man. We created that. You know, that was a reflection of our lives, like mo music music should be a reflection of people's lives. Uh, and it's it's our art form, man. It's our art form. It's true. It's a, it, it reflects the American experience of black people. Uh, so it's a true American art form. And then, you know, when you... I used to get upset when the buses come to the churches in Harlem and all the white folks used to from Europe come to listen to gospel. But then I started to think they're coming to appreciate our art form. Just the same way we may go to another country and appreciate uh, that particular country's art form. In this case, the art form, the f format is in music and spirituals, but uh, that it's the same thing. Yeah. And that's what that song sort of rang in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I just, uh, I mean, I'm, the churches that I used to go to, that, 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 that was, was it. it. That, that, that was, was it. it right there. That you know, I mean, it. you know, somebody on the organ, Yeah. people in the background, like you know, there may be a leader, but there's people in the background mm -hmm. doing their own thing, man. You know, so yeah. like it really, I really got it. I really felt that one. That was really good. Yeah, man. Danny Hathaway was a bad man. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. And the song, man, you know, it, it sends definitely a message. It's true. It was true in 1970, and it's true today. Yeah, I mean, him and uh, uh, Roberta were, were oh, good friends. Yeah, they were real yeah. good friends. They did some fabulous duets. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, let's get to some jazz, folks. And today we are featuring no other than Farrell Saunders, my man Farrell. And you do appreciate Farrell. Some of us appreciate him in a unique way because we were around in the 60s and 70s when he was creating the music. He, his music reflected a, a time in history. His music reflected dashikis, afros, and afro picks, man. That was, that was the man. Yep, that's for sure. That is for sure. Yeah. Him at the East and, oh, man, yeah. This, I don't know if you were there. But this was recorded in when? 72. Okay. The healing song. I know I was there. This is when Pharaoh was at the East. Okay. You okay. might have been there. I probably was there. Yeah. I probably yeah. was there. Because we all was there. Now, um, oh, man, just sit back, enjoy, and be healed. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if we get this going. Don't you dare mess up Pharaoh. Why is it playing? Okay. It's pause. It may be that the uh, what is it? It's playing. 
Oh, man, we don't hear it, do you, Larry? No. Uh, look at the, the sound here. See where that is. It's, it's all the way, yeah. It is doing to us again, man. We yeah. are unfortunate, folks. Well, let's let's see. Let's see, man. I wanted to play that foul song. And maybe it's the song. I'm not sure if it's the song or the computer. So we're going to put it on hold and switch up to another Farrell song uh, called Let Us Go Into the House of the Lord. And this was recorded, oh, uh, man, in 1970 on the Blind, Deaf, and Dumb album. Let's see if this will play. <laughs>
That was uh, from the Blind, Deaf, and Dumb album recorded in 1960, Farrell Saunders. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Man, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> that was something else, man. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I remember, man, 40, 50 years ago, either being in your house or my apartment or someone else's, sitting up listening to this, man. Yeah, me too, and man. And just drifting. Yep. Wherever we were going, everybody went to their own little place. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> but that's with uh, Cecil McBee was on bass, man, and Lonnie Liston Smith on piano, and man, they 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 rocked it, man. Yeah, they, they definitely it. did, definitely did. That bass solo. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that was too man, much. Man, man. Oh man. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Well, here's a little different Pharaoh. Um, with a little voice, Farrell singing on this. Now, you, if you know the man Farrell, you know that he don't mind singing at all. And the name of this piece is Love is Everywhere. And <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> Let's see if we can get it to play. Okay, you're going to do that to me, Larry? Looks like that's uh, what's happening today with this one. Well, I'm not going to uh, mess around. I'm going to play another Pharaoh song. Uh, Astro Travel, oh, an yeah. album. Uh, and this is another mellow song. Larry, I don't have no sound, man. What's going on? It's a good question. It just went on us. What is going on here? We test, I, you know, we tested it before yeah, we started the podcast, yeah. and everything was playing. Uh, let's see something, folks. So that's such a uh, uh, well. Let me see if this will play. Well, that's not exactly what I wanted to play, but uh, yes. at least I have sound. Yeah. And so we're going to try and go back to the Farrell Saunders song, the healing song. And, man, like I said earlier, man, I was at the East in Brooklyn when Farrell recorded this. And this was such a fabulous song. Uh, and uh, I, I believe you were there, Larry. I, I think I was there also. I think... Uh Let's I see don't if it'll play, Larry. Keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, son.
those sounds and rhythm, man, they strike your ancestral DNA, Larry. That is wow. Yeah, wow. the the two bass, man. Like I, I didn't realize it was the uh, uh, Stanley Clark was on on that on the bass with uh, Cecil McPhee. Yeah. Uh, and they had that going. That I that know, that, that rhythm was going, man. I re- a- I can still see the picture in my head when uh-huh. I was at the East when this was recorded, man. Uh-huh. Man, for people don't know, man, the East was the music center, the jazz center, the cultural universe, man, of Brooklyn, New York, of New York City. And it was famous, man, for when Farrell came to town and when Sun Ra came to town. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shows, yeah. man. Gary Bartz used to be there, yeah, too, Gary, Gary Bartz. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, but, man, Farrell. Yeah, Farrell and Sun Ra, they, they, uh, they took you to another place. Yeah. Well, folks... Uh, we had a little slight problem, but we got through it again. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Larry, man, it's always an absolute pleasure. Yeah, same here, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, man, we got to gotta keep coming, brother. You got to <laughs> keep coming, man. Don't leave me here by myself. <laughs> hey, to everyone out there, uh, have a good Friday. And most important... Peace and love. Yeah, that was that was a good one. <laughs> Very good.